Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Bar. I am Toby Pack, your innkeeper. Ooh. I am. And Jeff, <laughs> I did not expect that. Because I, like, I didn't say Dungeon didn't say Master. Yes. Well, but was... last time you said, I don't. I shouldn't say Dungeon Master because I'm not the Dungeon yeah. Master. That's no. correct. And then I... in this episode that we just recorded on Friday, you said Dungeon Master. Yeah, because that was Because then he like, is the Dungeon game. Master. I am oh, the I Dungeon see. Master yeah. there. Yeah. Here I'm not. I'm I just, recognize your effort. I'm just it has an been innkeeper. My bad. Thank you. I didn't I didn't see it coming. That's okay. It, <laughs> it got you off guard. I'm going to let me introduce myself. It's Felicia. And, and it's JD. And Mac. Here I and am. Then. Say and one more time. No more uh, and then. So last episode, we had a lot of combat, which doesn't happen on our podcast very much. I feel like every time we we start a combat, it's everyone is going through rule books, like trying to remember their stuff. Uh, yeah, it's because we have happens. no idea what's going on. We never on. do combat. Thunderfist yeah. <laughs> loved yeah. it. Okay, Thunderfist never has to go through his rule book because he has Toby to two say, th- are you going to cleave? I have two things to do, and I forget one of them. The cleave every <laughs> the cleave. time. Uh, yeah, we're going to have more combat coming up, and I think that after you guys kind of got your groove going and really figured out a couple things, suppressive, not suppressive fire, but... Uh, what are they called? Carrying fire. Carrying fire and, and covering, covering fire. Was, covering oh, fire. Covering fire. Those kind of changed things. It gave some crumbles more options. Yeah, well, a lot of the time I feel like when we are in combat, I'm like, I can't do shit because I don't have a high base attack bonus, so like attack, you know, dice. And so I feel like I never really am helpful. But we learned that recently that we could do this. And so now it's like every turn I'm like, okay, well, am I helping? Am I doing this or this? And like, I feel like I actually have a point of my, my turns now. Actually, it was just you and Alex that were rolling those checks and Boris and then leaving Thunderfist and uh, Sunny D to tear things up while Cash and Tick were like in their work. Like, hey, we worked together they were, really like, well. Fighting together. Yeah. He was like doing the old uh, Yoda combat, ho- you know, like hopping off faces and keeping in the air because, like, because you know the uh, gravity was so low. Less graceful, but that exact thing. It was amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly so. Faces smashed. <laughs> he did together. so good. Uh, Mac, it was your first time that Sunny D got to use her new pistol that yeah. she's had for like ever, ever, forever before the homebrew, and you rocked with it. That was so fun. Yeah, the damage is a lot higher. Um, and I can do my trick shot, and then with Felicia's help, uh, or Crumbles' help, um, it plus two to attack. Are you freaking kidding me? I usually hit all of my all my goals, so I think it's really cool that um, we've kind of found a groove to support each other, as opposed to all of us working individually to fight the opponent. Because um, I think the trap that we fall into, and I'm very guilty of this, is like, what is the most creative thing I can do? Not necessarily the most helpful thing for the team. Right. Yeah. Well, and not everyone can be the hero that smites down the enemy. And, right. you know, like my character isn't that person and I can't play her that way because she, in, like in character, she would be like, what's the best option to get them to hit? Because that's how we get out of the situation. And now I have an option to do that. And like, we didn't know about those options before really. And so it's nice that it's there. And I can I say that it was, it was a lot of fun, especially once we found that rhythm. Cause like. We've spent a lot of the last few episodes, besides the filler episode in the middle where we kind of had a lot of fun, 
um, get kind of getting out of situations where we were rolling bad rolls and having to keep, you know, getting out of a crappy situation. While in this one, we're in a fight. I feel like we're in a really good place. Like, I feel like we're succeeding at our roles because of the bonuses and stuff. We're actually hitting and we're feeling a lot better about ourselves. And because of that, everybody feels like they're hitting their mark. So every turn's really rewarding and it makes it, it, I don't know, it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's different. Even in combat, even when you roll a one, there's still something like Sunny D can spend a resolve point to take a free shot. So even ones in combat aren't as story changing as they would be when you're storytelling yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah exactly well and that was a feat that she got that's like a custom feat right so like can you go over at least i i've always wondered this is like how do you determine what's fair for like a custom feat that the dm creates for a character that's a really good question and i don't know so when it kind of goes back i to to mac sunny d is a sniper and we were talking once that she couldn't use her trick shot with a sniper rifle until she's level seven and can take yeah. that. Uh, and just the feats didn't really seem to cater towards a sniper. And I wanted something that was more flavorful. I, I feel like personally, Starfinder doesn't have a lot in the first four levels that use resolve points. So I wanted those, like they're this new mechanic. And when I thought of that feat, to on a one to give her a free shot i don't know how to make it fair i just make it work so spending a resolve point right that one natural ones in combat are pretty rare for our group and two i think the most uh resolve points anyone has right now is seven i'm not positive but that's seven times that she can use that in a day and if she uses it five times She's now at two resolve points, which means if she goes down, she can't revive. She can't bring herself back to life. So there's enough of like a catch there that it's like, if you use more of these, then bad shit could happen. Yeah. Checks and balance. And that's, that's a fair thing. Yeah. And it's a big gamble as well, because like he said, I, I don't remember the last time that I used this feat. I took this feat probably on like our fourth episode. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, wow. And I have not had the chance to use it because we've just been like talking a lot and the situation like didn't call for it or I I didn't have the right weapon or everything like that. So I felt like it was a gamble on my end too. It was giving up one of my feats that I knew would be safe for this. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very situational feat. And I think a lot of what... Because, you know, we're going to be leveling up this, you know, between this episode and next episode. And, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that for my class, I'm like, there's really not much here that I like. And so we were looking at going into Star Wars Saga Edition to get like talents for my character because it would be more flavorful to how I want to play it. And I think a lot of that is just because Starfinder is so new and they don't have as much content yet. And so it's not a dig on Starfinder for being, you know not having enough, but it's just they're so new that sometimes you kind of have to go expand a little bit to get what you want out of your character. Not just Star Wars Saga Edition, everything, right? I look at Pathfinder. I look at uh, multiple role-playing games, D&D 5th Edition, to to come up with ideas on different feats or different class features or things like that to try. I mean, Thunderfist, for example, uh, he is taking martial arts feats that are from Star Star Wars Saga Edition, so he doesn't have to use weapons, and his fists just get stronger. And I don't feel like it's broken anything. He hits really hard, but... That's my job. Yeah. We need it. We need that damage dealing. 
uh, cash is another example rather than finding a different book or rules or anything like that i decided to multi-class because i looked more into the uh what am i envoy and i was like yeah there's a lot of fun stuff and it looks great but i kind of want to be more into combat although now now that we knew about herring fire and stuff maybe it it didn't matter as much because i could do that stuff but i liked i know i've always liked the idea of being up in combat and stuff and being part of the battle the fray yeah but even that like going into solarian was a good character story choice and you're not by any means a real strong melee combatant but you give flanking opportunities which was under fist and tick who's not much more powerful but it's like a melee controller almost that's what i'm yeah, going for especially with the if you take that ability that lets you move things yep. like even more controlling if Absolutely. you you will be the controller of the I'll group be, yeah i'll be moving people around holding them f- making them flat-footed things like that yeah yeah it's fun to look back at like the first time we had combat um and just to see how none of us even stuck in our roles then and to see how far we've come now where like, yeah, Cricket and Crumbles and um, Sunny kept their distance. They're ranged attackers, ranged supporters, and they kept their distance. <laughs> um, Thunderfist was taking out everyone from a close distance. Cash was presenting those flanking opportunities. Tick was in the fray. But we all stuck to our job positions and what would best support the team. So I think we've come a long way. And you guys talked more. You you strategized more. Thunderfist at one point is like, Tick, go help Cash. And then Sunny said, where am I needed? And Thunderfist is like, I got this. Like, help them. Like, you guys had a lot more collaboration with each other that made the combat, the first combat go very smooth and work in your favor. Uh, even though you took a bunch of damage, it, it wasn't awful. Crumbles is at full health. I don't know what, what you guys oh, are doing. Sunny but. might die. <laughs> yeah, Sunny's in trouble. Yeah, Sunny's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I? Don't didn't Sunny only have like three hit points left or something? Well, because Tick kicked her ass and bit her before the oh, fight even that's began. Right, I forgot. So about she that. was down like fifteen hit points out of forty already, and yeah. then she just got grabbed by an octopus arm. Right. So that is in this episode is the is I think the the biggest combat misstep is not not calculating for the possible reach of a large creature, which oh, we also yeah. said that you hadn't fought a large, large creature really before. So Sunny wouldn't really know. I have no idea. Just Mac wanted to take know. the shot and done. Yeah, that, I would love to say that was character-based, but that was, that was me. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought about that in the moment. I was like, do I let her take a step back and say, oh, I wouldn't have gone up that far but I didn't. Which I love. We'll have to find a different way to get out of the tentacles of that thing. I think Cash we'll found see. the way. I hope so. We'll we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. Like, the minute I'm up in melee, how long is it before I'm in tentacles and in big trouble? That's true. I, I think he's going to do, I have that power not in the face. They get a minus four versus him. I think I haven't been utilizing some defensive abilities that I have going for me. Your envoy abilities. Yeah. The The talking, the... The making them flat-footed or things like that. You, it's hard because they're very, all standard actions. They are. And you've been very Solarian, right? These new yeah. powers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's time to find that balance. Absolutely. I say let him pick Thunderfist up. <laughs> <laughs> That's just closer to his face. No, you'll be like, a, a, what is, what's his name? Drax? From Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah. like hop in its mouth, yeah, and fight it from dive, the inside, dive into his mouth, and it's just, just as thick on the inside as the outside. 
<laughs> oh, you, now I can't breathe. Anytime Thunderfist has gotten grabbed or anything, he's just like, yeah. thanks. Let's like, do this. Bring me to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. He has no fear yeah. of that. Please Not switch me places. Yes. <laughs> Every single time. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit about your guys' thoughts on the winger name tag. Oh, oh boy. All the patches. Yeah, I, I already know what I think since it involves my character. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I in crumble's mind it's like well what do i do to like what is she supposed to do you know like she's here for you and she'll do whatever she needs to do to help but she needs to let you work through this and i mean she's been through a shit ton with you and she knows how you handle stuff and you need your space or whatever but you know like at least from her perspective that's kind of how she's gonna handle it I think we all have. We've all we all have our backgrounds, and we don't know necessarily what happened with your dad. So it's like, hey, um, I'm in a holding pattern until he wants to talk about it or fill us in. Gotcha. And yeah, we we got immediately into combat, so there hasn't been a chance to really address it. But he hasn't said a whole bunch because honestly, I think he's more in denial than anything. Oh, that, totally. That makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. I think Sunny is afraid of feelings, so she's showing a, a lot of brand. feelings. I definitely, <laughs> she compartmentalizes a lot when she doesn't understand, I think. But yeah, she doesn't understand grief yet, so I, she's just staying away from you unless you ask for help. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's coming down to, like, he's going to be, I mean, the combat probably helped with dealing with any anger issues, too. Just oh, yeah. Just oh, that's awesome. Swinging swords around and stuff. I, oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe not thinking about the talking powers when he just wants to hit shit. I think Mahali needs to talk to him about it because that's probably the only person who's going to actually get shit out of him. Oh my gosh, can Crumbles just call her next oh my time God. on the spaceship? Maybe and just that be could like, happen. "Look, this is an emergency." <laughs> Crumbles? Oh, I was thinking yeah. Chuckles. I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, no Chuckles. I confused them. See Rumbles. Crumbles. See Crumbles. Rumbles. Crumbles. That. That was really it, that episode. Just a lot of combat. You guys really... It was really fun. ...took to the stars. Oh, yeah. I found it super interesting, the whole thing with Tick, when he went crazy um, and started, like, biting me and was under mind control. All Sunny wanted to do was knock him out because that's what you guys did to me when I was under mind control and no one would let me. And I found that super interesting. And the fact that Tick is super uh, defensive towards me uh, because I was like mind controlled and and I lashed out, he the same thing happened to him. So it'll be interesting to see if that relationship changes at all. Take this as a compliment. We were way more fucking scared of you <laughs> than we were of Tick. I knew I could just hold him there and try to talk him out of his stupidity. Can you though? Let's go back to the escape pods, the lifeboats. <laughs> Who pushed those off? That's strength, not mental conditioning. Okay, so holding, so him, is holding him is strength. Oh, oh holding him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I did. I did it. <laughs> well, to kick yes. my the ass answer is yes, check, I can, so. and I did. Well, I found it interesting that the the way to snap him out of it was to talk to him, and the person that was really good at talking to him said nothing, which was me. And I just, and the only reason why is because the way that everyone's conversation was going, I didn't want to like cut anyone off. Maybe I should have, but I did not. You're the captain, dude. Yeah, but there's relationships. I know, but... Well, I think you were like flying off to save the day with the shards. Like you, you. Well, that's what it became. The minute there was a real creature, I was, yeah. I was trying to actually. I had a, a great perception, so I was really trying to find this creature that I knew was around, but I didn't realize he was invisible or it was invisible. 
And so like the whole tick was going along and, and it was almost like, it seemed like you guys were handling it until all of a sudden he attacked. You were way bloodier than I realized you were having a hard time even holding him considering how strong ticks gotten. Right. And so it just became like, what can I do now that this situation has gotten to where it is? No, that's what I, I was going to commend you for your priorities. It was, <laughs> it was exactly spot on. Even though you're the talker, you knew that Thunderfist was the relationship priority. Absolutely. And could get through to him better. Remember when I said someone's going to die in the next two episodes? Yeah. That's yeah. all I've been just, thinking about. How just dare you? Throw, they might die how is what you? I said. And we're at a point where uh, Sonny's in the grasp of this big creature. and No, it's all I've been thinking about. I don't think you understand. <laughs> I'm well, like, so I'm like, okay. Oh, whoops. Cosmic Guardian plot line. Bye. But that is the great thing that I love about it is that I actually feel in danger. I don't feel like you're going to save me just because I have a link to a plot or oh, a I'm subplot. Not. And I commend you for that because in other campaigns, it feels very railroady and it feels like, oh, whatever I do, they'll get me out. They'll fudge rolls. I'm going to be fine. I do not feel that way. That's a part of why I roll in front of you guys. Like I don't use a screen. We roll it. Oftentimes you you guys are the first ones to see the natural 20 and go, oh, oh my no. God. Because we not know there's a now. bonus in addition to whatever that is. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, and like this whole last week since he's said like, one of you might die. I, I like at home, I like look at him and I'm like, Crumbles isn't going to die, is she? And like, I like try to figure out uh, is that really gonna happen and yeah it will happen if it happens which makes our announcement today kind of questionable because i'm just so excited for it <laughs> if uh if sunny dies does cash lose his powers are they they might be determined part of that we'll have to see oh what gosh. happens i don't even think about it i don't even want i don't even want to think about it i'll Thunder just Fist doesn't i'll just go until i die if I die, cool. I'll make another character, but I'm not even gonna think about it until then. If Thunderfist dies, I will be you're, super. You sad. weren't here for to hand out dumpster characters, so I'm not gonna give you a dumpster I listen character. To it. But if Thunderfist dies, you're gonna play an up and coming goblin who Tick's gonna mentor. Oh my god! That's the opposite. <laughs> that would be so, and just like a nerdy, fumbly goblin yeah, that uh, and Tick's gonna hate it. He's gonna be like, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "Was I ever like this?" Yes. Um, okay. That would be it. awesome. I would do that. A sentient chicken dressed as a goblin. Yes. Yes. There it is. That's a, it. Uh, <laughs> you're a chicken that wants to be a goblin because you're that much lower on the totem pole. of. And you wear life. a goblin suit. <laughs> goblin? Um, goblin? We'll see what happens. Uh, the cutest thing I've ever heard. The next episode will start uh, in the middle of the combat. So it's all, it's fun. like the middle of the combat, but almost the beginning of the real combat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a fan question that was sent in. This is from uh, Josh from TXA5. And Josh writes, hey, guys, two part question here. But first, I'd like to say how much we have enjoyed your podcast each episode never ceases to engage and impress us, not only the tabletop experience, but also the presentation. Y'all put a lot of work into each of your episodes, and it really shows. This first question is about Chuckles as a reoccurring character in the adventure. So y'all meet him when he busted out of jail with Thunderfist and began the entire Stolen Grenade Plans arc. Do y'all feel that had you met him under different circumstances, not a criminal... Like, say he came to you guys and asked to help him free his kin from Outlaw Town for reasons tied into the plot. 
Would you have been more likely to accept him as a permanent part of your crew, or do you feel that it wasn't the circumstances that determined it, but instead how Chuckles presents himself as an NPC? Second question, how likely is it that we're going to see a Thunderfist origin arc? You're the best. Thanks, guys. Let's start with the second question. <laughs> Highly likely, and I fucking hope we well, do it. I'll answer the second question. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, I'll just answer the second question first because it's going to be the quickest. Yeah, that's what uh, I was saying. Don't worry, Josh. I've already got something written out for a Thunderfist arc, and it's going to be probably one of the most epic arcs we've ever had. Yes. That's, I mean, that's that. That's saying a lot. Were you at Outlaw Town? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was there. Mm, we were there too. We I think. Uh, can we start talking about first question? Yeah. I think Chuckles is a criminal no matter where you meet him, the in jail or whatever. He acts that way all the time. He's shady as fuck. Yeah. So, yes, I think we would treat. we As long as you always uh, presented him in that way, we would always always treat him as a criminal. I feel the opposite. I feel like um, it was very situational for him to be shady and him to be all hidey and lying and stuff. So if the lying behavior continues, of course, we would be like, we don't trust you and you wouldn't fit in. Um, if he wasn't a criminal, like we've accepted Tick, we've accepted, um, we we got close to Jimmy Two Soups. We real close. we've had some real troubles. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like as long as he didn't break trust with us in any way, we would be open to it. That's a, a good question point. on that though, because we were not there when he broke Bob out of jail. We experienced him in the you know that that. Uh, First in the bar. Yeah, in the bar. That's Thank you for the word. I, I couldn't remember a word. Fusion Queen. Yeah, in the Fusion Queen. That's where we saw him the first time. And, like, he was really questionable, even to me. And so, like, w- we trusted him with our ship, and he took it. And we trusted him to, you know, watch our hotel room, and he, like, fucked up the hotel room. And, like, there was a lot of shit that I, as a player, like, outside looking at it, I'm like, he really... He was I, holding I, our friend hostage, even if yeah. he broke him out of prison. Yeah. He's yeah. like, if you don't come with me and do what I say, we're going to, you know, I have these grenades. Right. I'm going to blow you up right. with Thunderfist. I think, again, it circles back to the trust. Like, if we are able to trust him, but I we never were him. able I to think trust we've him. Pro- we've proven that he is not yeah. trustworthy already. Okay. Well, we let, were let's, never able to trust him. Let's go to the first part of the question, which is under different circumstances, would we have helped him go to Outlaw Town to help his family out and save them? No. What wouldn't have happened? And here's why. There's no way we ever, ever wanted to go to Outlaw Town. That's the last place we'd go. But considering the circumstances he put us in, kind of against our will, that was the reason why we went there. So let's take Outlaw Town out of it then. Okay. If he comes to you and says, Holy shit, guys. You're the ones who found the Acreon. My family's in trouble and I need your help. Please, you gotta help me, guys. Probably. Yes. I, we'd have some words. What's in it for us? Well, <laughs> that would be the, like the first time I, we I hear got him. a cousin with a ship, right? So then it yeah. kind of goes, yeah. it goes in the same it direction, been different. right? Like until, would, until he became Chuckles. But that cousin with the ship is was that alive. That Chuckles to me. Like that no. was a very, you know, he's got a part in his hair, Chuckles. But the very next thing he says is I have a cousin with the ship, which he doesn't. Already alive. Right. The Already alive. Lying. No, no, no. <laughs> Jimmy pull- Two Soups has a ship. That That's was not a true. lie. Oh my god! Oh my god! But it, it, he the mis- way he presented he it was a lie. He misrepresents shit so yeah. much. So much. 
even if he wasn't a criminal, he's still shady. And here's the thing: like, it's pretty set in stone how he is. When we met his family, Jimmy Choo's yeah. hoops and pickles and stuff, they didn't care much for <laughs> yeah, him. They either. didn't no. like him. He either. was the bottom rung on the 42 Yosoki that are part of this gang. He's like right down there. So you guys are a no, except for Mac. You guys would not have treated Chuckles any better. I don't think he would have become a permanent character, no matter what. But I think we definitely would have helped him under the we right could have been nicer in the beginning we would have been definitely nicer nice to- until he started with the lies and but shit. a permanent part of the crew no no no, no. Well, i don't know and well unless he provided the service that's yeah, the whole that's- thing i've been looking out for i wonder if josh uh, from tex a5 isn't posing this because uh, at the beginning we kind of insinuated that we ourselves were smugglers right yeah so we have um a bit of dishonesty in our past as well that's super fair so you know, to be fair, the only thing I was ever mad at Chuggles for was threatening us in the beginning, pulling guns and stuff, and then the bounty on the head. That's really the only thing I was mad yeah. at. A million that, credit bounty. That's the big thing is throwing us under the bus with him was too much for for Sunny. Well, and was that really his fault though? Because we were yes. at the Fusion Queen, and it was Bob that was with with Chuckles, and so we were kind of there in a bad situation at the wrong time and associated with Chuckles because of. So in now helping Bob fault. out of jail, but instead no. of, but instead of just telling the other party, "Hey, I know where to get the plans. They're on Outlaw Town." Telling the same stuff he told us to them, he was like, "Okay, well, it was all of these people that were involved with the plans. Like, yeah. it it was him sucking us into his problems, essentially." So. That, yeah. That's where it's my He thing. was always, a, maybe not fully dishonest, but there was always a little morsel of dishonesty with the shit that he said. So it's how he presents himself as an NPC. Yes. It, that's just what it is. Yeah. So, because my counter to this is Cash multiple times talks about how much he hates Chuckles, yep. but has an internal struggle when he has to do something that's going to put Chuckles in a bad position. Because he's a right. good person. Uh, yeah, deep down he's got the heart of gold, but it's hard to get. You have to dig through the oil and sludge yeah. to get to that. And, and and it's because he's so bitter about everything in his life that he's just, he kind of takes it out on other people. But the clincher is, the clincher is, Chuckles did make it right. We got the bounty removed. We got everything. And I still gave him up. Cash still gave him up in the you end. You tried not to. I it's tried true. not to, but it was. And it, Chuckles is somewhat likable. I feel bad. He's I feel bad about it. somewhat likable. It was one person over how many other people. Well, it's like, true. It, it made it worse when Cricket decided to describe what Geoff yeah, does to his prisoners, and yeah. I was like having a, I was having like a panic attack. I was like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Well, honestly, the big thing for me why he's not a permanent character is just his dynamic with the crew, because that's a huge part of having a crew is the relationships, the chemistry, and the trust between them. So if everyone it just has these uncomfortable feelings, the crew is never going to perform at full function and never. Um, Start attacking each other yeah. and, and, and locking rooms and yeah. sedating each other. Yeah, it becomes <laughs> that sounds super justified. Did he have yeah. anything to offer us that we didn't already have? I mean, uh, we have well, he pilots. was trying to be the captain. So right, maybe we that. have a captain and pilots. <laughs> so it sounds like, to answer the question, it's, it's just how he presents himself as an NPC. I will tell you guys, at home, Felicia goes... I really don't want Chuckles to die. No, I don't. I don't want Chuckles to die. He's a fantastic character. I love him as a character. Like, if it saves my crew, I want him to die. <laughs> That's a cash winger response. 
Thank you so much, Josh, for sending in the question. If you have a question that you want us to answer on Behind the Bar, send those in to thesidequestin at gmail.com. We'll answer them. It can be rules. It can be questions about the characters, the story, what's happening, uh, what, how to make uh, what filet mignon. Yeah. Ooh. What? What characters we should play when <laughs> our characters die. That kind of stuff. We can't um, promise we'll have answers, but Or send even them. good answers. We'll oh, have answers. Yeah. Maybe not good answers or right answers. Right. But we'll answer. Yeah. Send, yeah. send memes, uh, I think today that this is posting is the 31st, which we've been promising an announcement on the 31st. April Fool's, we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. April Remember Fools. to tip your bartenders. April Fool's is in April. No, April first. Th- this is yeah. It's April first. Okay, so April I'm Fools. on a different calendar than you, Gregorian Fools. This is April Fools. Come on, I'm just April Fools. Yeah, that's oh, really funny. That's okay, uh, I'll let Felicia explain the announcement. Yeah, because you're letting me do all this announcement shit. Okay, well, this awesome announcement is that we got character art done. We did. This is there's actually a two-part announcement. So we got character art done of all of our characters in front of the side quest in in space and it's amazing. So I would highly recommend checking it out on our Twitter or Facebook at the side quest in. If you just listen to us, you know, and you don't actually see anything of what we do, I highly recommend going to check it out because it's amazing. Um, our art was done by Otto Metzger and you can find his work and a contact link for him at automet.net, which is O-T-T-O-M-E-T dot N-E-T. Um, if you wanted to get character art done by him, he was amazing to work with and it was just a really great experience. So thank you, Otto, so much. You thank are you. the best. I can't believe how amazing really good. Beautiful. It was fantastic. Um, and the second part of our awesome announcement is that we finally are launching a Patreon. So if you love what we do and you want to support our podcast, then you can go to patreon.com and search for The Side Quest In and you will find us there. There are a few different levels of... Um, I guess, rewards that we have. And we would love for you guys to, you know, get in on that and be active in our community. And we will do everything we can to, you know, respond and be active with you guys back. And we really appreciate all of the love and support you've given us for real. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so we much. Yes, you. for real. Digital drink, cheers. Clink. Clink, 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 clink. clink. Cheerio. Wait. Cheers. Wait. Cheerios. Thank you so much, you guys. That is all that we have time for today on Behind the Bar. And always remember to tip your bartender.